don't give up. Amen. Turn your Bibles to um, turn to Hebrew twelve. Okay, um, Hebrew 12, verse 1. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which doeth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience, uh, let us run with endurance. The race that is set before us, there's a race that is set before you. There are things that God has called us to do, and we got to run this race with endurance. We got to run this race and endure everything that come up against us, everything that try to stop us and keep us from being and doing what God has called us to do. We got to believe that we can do it. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it with all your heart, with all your strength, all your might. You just gotta go for it. You gotta trust God. It said, "Looking under Jesus, with your eyes on Jesus, you gotta get your eyes stayed on Him. He that keepeth his mind stayed on Him, well, He will keep you in perfect peace. So get your mind stayed on Him. He is the author and the finisher of your faith." who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He endured all the whippings, the beating, the crowning, the stabbing, the, the piercing in the heart, uh, in, in the side. He, he, he endured everything that came up against him. The, the whippings, the beating of, with the cat of nine tails, he, he, uh, 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 the 39 stripes across his back. He endured all of that for what? So that you may be saved so that you may be delivered and so that you may be set free. He endured all of that. He endured that cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God and, and, and didn't give up, didn't, didn't give, give up. He didn't uh, give up, turn coward, and quit. He, he, he kept his mind on what he, was, what he came here to do. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Amen? Jesus came to, 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 to bring us out of the sin market. He came to, do, to buy us out of sin with his blood. And he did that. With his love. And he did that. And so he brought us out. He, he, he wouldn't give up. He, asked, he outlasted all sinners. He outlasted everything that came up against him, praise God. Do you hear me? For he considered him, he said, he said for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your mind. Throughout all the hostilities, throughout all the whippings, the beating, the, the strife, all the stuff that came up against him, think about what all he went through, but he still didn't give up. 
Amen. So, I mean, why should you give up? Why should you give up on anything that you're going through? It doesn't matter what up, whatever come up against you, why should you give up? You got to stand firm on the word of God. You got to stand with your loins girded about having on the breastplate of righteousness, having your feet shot about with the preparation of the gospel of peace, taking the shield of faith, quenching all the fiery darts of the wicked, taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer, supplication in the spirit. You got to pray and believe God that he is going to bring you out of every situation, everything that come up against you God is going to bring you out it doesn't matter what it is or how hard it is or how much it is or how big it is he know how to bring you out of it amen and so we got to get our mind up we got to be just like Jesus we got to stand firm on the word of God we got to trust him and and believe that I mean trust him trust in the Lord God with all your heart and not lean to your understanding and not lean into who you are the accolades that you have the uh, 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 the degrees the the uh, uh, the, uh, the, even the anointing that is on your life, the, the time spent in the word of God, the time spent being intimate with God. It doesn't matter how much time or how much you have put into God or into uh, 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 being who God called you to be. You gotta, you just got to know that uh, God is with you. And if he's with you, he is not going to leave you or forsake you. God is going to bring you out of every situation that come up against you. You got to stand firm. You got to make up your mind. I'm going to stand firm. I got, you got to make up your mind. I will not be weary and quit. Turn your Bibles to Galatians 6. Galatians 6 and 9. I will not be weary and quit. I will not faint. Galatians 6. If you're there, say amen. amen. And verse 9, it said, let us not be weary in well-doing. Huh? In due season, we shall reap if we faint not. We shall reap if we faint not. Let us not be weary in well-doing. When you do good, that's a blessing. Don't be worried about it, doing good. Be, be thinking about the blessing that is going to come upon you. So, in due he said, don't be worried about it. Why? Because in due season, you're going to reap. In due season, you're going to reap a harvest. In due season, you're going to come out of the situation that you're in. It doesn't matter how hard it is and how much it's coming up against you. Uh, if you don't faint, if you don't give up, cave in, turn coward, and quit. Huh? God is going to bring you out. You got to stand. You got you to learn how to stand on the word. You got to learn how to put your, your time in to develop yourself so that you can become who he called you to be. You got you to not, you got to cast down reasoning and, and every thought that comes against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, every thought that lines up with the word of God. You got to get your mind completely on him. 
It's all about him. You got to get your mind. Uh, you know, when, when, uh, when hard times come, when trouble come, uh, don't run from God. Double up. Double up on the word. Get the word in your mouth. Get the, you know, get what's going to help you. Double up on, 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 on reading, studying, meditating, praying, and confessing the word of God. Double up on the word, praise God. I mean, you got to go to, what is that, in, in, in Proverbs 4 and, Proverbs 4 and uh, uh, 20. Attend to his word. Intent, uh, attend to my word, he say. Uh, incline your ears to my saying, and let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to them that finds them, medicine and health to all your flesh. You got to keep, keep, get your mind completely on him and keep that word before your eyes. You got to get that word in you. Why you got to get that word in you? Because out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth is going to speak. That, you know, when trouble come up against you, you need to speak the word. When situations that you can't handle come up against you, you need to speak the word. You need to call those things that be not as though they were. Stop speaking the problem and start speaking the answer, praise God. You got to believe that God is with you and he's, he's not leaving you or forsaking you. He's helping He's going to help you and he's going to bring you out of the situation that you have gotten yourself into, praise God. You know, we, we, we got to, we have to, but you got to get something in you. If you don't have anything in you, then you don't have anything to work with. Do you hear me? You got to get something in you so you can have something to work with. It's just like a lot of people give up for a lot of reasons. You know, that this too hard. I've been doing this too long. Don't seem like this going to work. Don't seem like I'm going to ever come out of this. I ain't going to never get another job. I don't know if I'm going to ever have the same kind of spouse I used to have. You know, all kind of stuff. Are my children going to ever come out of jail? Are they going to stop it? Are they going to ever go to church with me? Are they going to ever do this and do that? You know, yeah, they'll do it if you call them into it. You got to call those things that be not as though they were. You got to call whatever you want to happen in your life, you got to call it into existence. You got to make this stuff come to pass. It don't just happen for you. It comes to pass because you made it come to pass. Do you hear me, what I'm saying? You got you to gotta learn how to stand so like some of the folks in the word of God were standing. Uh, like, the, like, the, like the woman with the issue of blood. She could have given up. But she had it, made, she had it in herself. She, she heard about Jesus. This woman had spent all that she had. She had done everything that she could do. She had seen every doctor that she could see. But she studied grew worse. She kept getting worse and worse. You know, and nothing was seeming to work. It, doesn't that look like a time for you to give up? When, when stuff not happening, you praying, you reading, you studying, you, done, you, you, you going to every doctor you can pay, go to, and you done paid all, uh, all the money that you had, all that you can uh, uh, to get from anywhere, all you can scrape and borrow, everything that you, that you had saved up, you done spent everything you had. And you started getting worse. And you calling your friends and your, your, your family and you asking, asking them, who can I see next? 
and they telling you about this person, you ought to try this person, you study spending everything, all that you can borrow, and you study spending it up. But this woman says she heard. She heard about Jesus. And when she heard about Jesus, all these people was all around Jesus. She said, because she, she, she could have said, hey, I'm going to go back to the house. I'm going to just give up and go back to the house. I just, I'm going to just suffer and die. Because it just ain't no way. The, at least I heard about Jesus, and I know Jesus can help me. But don't look like I'm going to be able to get up there and touch him. Because there's too many people in the way. Man, she probably, you know, the, she probably, the devil said, well, hang your head and tuck your tail and, and, and go on back to the house. And so all she had to do was just put her head down and, and, and go back to the house. But no, she said within herself. She said, no, I'm not going back to the house. I'm going to get to Jesus, and I'm going to touch his clothes. And she made her way. She pressed her way up on Jesus till she got to Jesus, and she touched his clothes. And when she touched his clothes, she was made whole. And Jesus say, who touched me? He turned around and say, who touched me? Huh? When you got an anointing on your life, when you got the, the, the spirit of God on you, when you spent some time in God and he have anointed you, praise God, then uh, when, you, when you come to Jesus, he going to know that was you because you got something on you. And so when he touched them clothes, when she touched those clothes, he said, who touched me? And then, then those, his disciples say, I know you didn't say who touched you. Everybody touching you. But everybody don't have what this person has. See, you got to get something on you that somebody else don't have on them. huh? You got to get something on you that Jesus has in him, praise God. And he turned around and told her, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Huh? That's not giving up. I mean, just because stuff look bad, that don't mean you have to give up. Do you hear what I'm saying? Just because your marriage didn't work with that person, that doesn't mean that, hey, there's not anyone else out there for you. Hmm? And that doesn't mean that... Uh, that marriage that is going sour can't be fixed and changed. And you having a great marriage. Do you hear what I'm saying? Even though it don't look right, God know how to change it. God know how to fix it. God know how to deliver. God know how to bring you into what he wants you to be and change and turn things around and make it right for you. There are people in this Bible that have gotten in some terrible situation. Like the, the, like the man with the palsy. You know, uh, Jesus had come to Capernaum and he was preaching in this house. And when he was preaching in this house, uh, uh, the, the, the disciples knew that he was there. And so they're going to bring the man with the palsy to the house so they can get him in the house so, that the, so he can get around the anointing. 
and, 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 and when they got to the house, they went to the door, and there were so many people in the house, and so the double door was covered that they couldn't even put him in the door. So they went to the windows, and there were so many people at the windows, they couldn't let the windows up and let him through the window. So they decided, hey, let's take him up on top of the house. And they uncovered the roof and let him down in the presence of God. And when, God, when Jesus, and when Jesus saw, his, saw their faith, he said, son, your sins are forgiven you. Hmm? That's what I'm talking about. They could have given up. There was no way they can get in the presence of God. Who would have thought of climbing up on top of the house and taking a whole roof off of the top of the house? After you take the roof off the top of the house, you have to take the ceiling off the top of the house. Huh? And they let him down in the presence of God, in the presence of, of Jesus. And Jesus said, Son, your sins are forgiven you. And he was healed of that plague. You remember that man named uh, Zacchaeus? He was a real short person, but he was rich. And he had authority, he was a chief in the community, in the neighborhood. And Jesus was coming by that day. And he sought to see Jesus. He sought to get in the presence of God. And so he, since he was trying to get in the presence of God, he, he, it, how in the world was he going to get in the presence of God? How was he going to see Jesus when he was a short man? He was so short, he couldn't get to see Jesus when Jesus passed. So he could have given up and went on back to the house, right? Because there was no way he was going to be able to see Jesus because he was too short. But what did he do? He heard from God. He ran and climbed up in a sycamore tree. Hmm? See, uh, there's more than giving up that we need to be thinking about. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, as soon as time get hard, as soon as things don't look like they're going your way, as soon as it look like it, you're not going to win, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know where I'm going to get any help from. I don't know uh, what I'm going to do now. I done ran out of money. Uh, I, this is not happening. Just stuff not acting right. It's just not going right for me. I just don't see how I'm going to be able to come up. You know what? That man ran and climbed up in that sycamore tree. And when Jesus came by, Jesus looked up and saw him in the sycamore tree. And he, and, and hey, he made haste and ran down from that sycamore tree. He ran down from Jesus. Because Jesus, when he saw him, Jesus told him, today is the day that I'm going to stay at your house. Man. Wouldn't you love for Jesus to be at your house? I wouldn't mind Jesus just passed by my house. Because I'm going to be right there on that curve to touch his garment when he passed me by. Do you hear me? He don't have to come in my house. I don't have to fix him no grits for, me, for, uh, for him to come up in my house for me to give him some breakfast or for me to give him some dinner. I'm going to be out there with some sense and be ready to touch his clothes when he, when he passed me by. I'm going to get one touch in. But he came down 
And Jesus said, this is the day that I'm going to stay at your house. You hear me? God want to do some things for us. You know, I remember when, my, when, 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 when I was growing up and then as I, as I became a young man, you know, and I was, I was living in L.A. with my daddy. And uh, my daddy used to fix stoves and refrigerators and, and, and washing machines and do plumbing. And he was a mechanic. He fixed cars. And, and he, would just, he would just fix stuff. And then, and then he would tear them cars loose and, and tear all that washing machines and stuff loose. And he would have all that stuff scattered all over the floor. And I said, Daddy, uh, how you going to put all that stuff back together? He said, I took it apart. I said, yeah, well, that makes sense. But, yeah, but then he'll start beating on it with a hammer. And I said, man, you're going you gonna to tear that stuff up. And he will beat that stuff and beat it and beat it. I guess he will beat it until it fit. But, but what I'm saying is that man would beat that stuff, but he wouldn't give up. And I know he'd be done tore that stuff up, but he wouldn't give up. And he'd keep beating it until it beat right back on up on, that, on whatever he took it off of. He wouldn't give up. You got to be like that, man. You, you, you can't give up. When stuff don't look right, you give up. You, it, it, it don't, it don't, you got to get your eyes off of what you see. Huh? Do you hear me? You know, I remember when we was building this church, when we were renovating this church. It was a, it was a huge tree, but right there, right there on the side of that window, right there. And we had to cut that tree down, and we was cutting that tree down, and the tree started leaning over there to the left. That means it was leaning up against the the, the church. I said, "Oh my goodness." And, and, and you can hear Lord said, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> don't you say it. Because I wanted to say, oh, he's going to knock the church down. And somebody said, he's going to knock the church down. I said, don't you say that no more. And we kept, I said, keep cutting. They kept cutting. And that, 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 that tree, it, it spent and fell back that way. I said, wow, did you see that? They said, yeah. I said, keep cutting. They kept cutting. And then that tree fell. When that tree fell, it fell right at that, that, that uh, garage apartment. And I said, oh, Jesus. And that tree did just like that. It spun all the way around and fell the other way and came a foot from that building. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't give up on anything that you believe that God told you to do. Do you hear me? If God be for you, who can be against you? If he spared not his own son, but he gave him up for us all, don't you know, don't you realize that he can do everything else that you need him to do in your life? There's nothing too hard for God to bring you out of any situation, any circumstances, anything that come up against you. God know how to fix it for you, praise God. God can turn your whole life around and make it be the best life that you have ever imagined praise God God turned my life around he'll turn anybody's life around I mean he turned my life all the way around 
Praise God. I don't know if I was created to be a preacher. I guess I was, but uh, I don't know. I used to preach when I was go to the football games. And they, all the kids would be waiting on me. And, you know, I didn't realize that I was, that's what I was doing. But God want to fix your life. But if you give up on your life, where will you be? Huh? You can't give up on your life. You can't give up on, you can't, you know, you, God put a love in us, the love of God that is shed abroad in our heart that's been given to us by the Holy Ghost. The love of God is in you, praise God. You got to learn to love each other as much as you love Jesus, as much as you love yourself. You got to learn to love one another just like Jesus loved you, praise God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Say, I love the church. I can't give up on it. You can't give up on the church because you see uh, uh, a few things looking kind of sour because it looked like uh, so-and-so left. Hey, they missed it. Do you hear me? You didn't yet, but when you go, you missed it. Do you hear me? You got to keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Hey, God know how to replace. God know how to rebuild. God know how to clean out. God know how to get rid of some folks that need to be out of here. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hey, everybody, I mean, if the shoe don't fit, then you got to do what? I didn't hear you. Don't put, hey, get the one that fit, man. Don't you going to have some corns on your foot in a minute? Do you hear me? You're going to be, you're, you're, when your feet hurt, you're in trouble. Do you hear what I'm saying? If it don't fit, hey, get, get to the place where you fit. There's somewhere where you fit, praise God. You can't, hey, you can't like every preacher in town. And every preacher in town is not for you. Do you hear me? And uh, you can't make them be for you. And you can't make them fit. Amen. And some of, some of them won't ever fit because they're not right anyway. You know, and, and, and that's the way that goes. So, uh, but the love of God is on the inside of us. And it's, it's on the inside of you for you to love where you are and what you're doing and for you to put your hands to work and be a part of what you, where you are and what you are doing. God has given us time, treasures, and talents. You're supposed to use your time wisely. You're supposed to use the talents that God gave you for your church. You're supposed to use your treasures and stop being in fear of giving the treasures that God has helped you to get, praise God. Do you hear what I'm saying? We are winners in Christ Jesus. You can win if you don't give up, cave in, turn coward, and what? Quit. Say, don't quit. You can't quit, praise God. You got to get your mind made up. You got to get your mind made up that I am a winner. I came to win. You got to set your mind on things above, not these things which are on the earth where, uh, uh, where Christ sitted at the right hand of God. God has raised you up also and seated you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Do you realize where you are? You are in Christ Jesus. And if you are in Christ, you are in heaven at the right hand of God so that the devil can't touch you in this earth. Your enemies can't touch you in this earth. Situations can't touch you in this earth. Problems can't touch you where? 
In this earth, praise God. So recognize who you are. Recognize what you have with you. What you have on the inside of you. Recognize that, hey, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm going over and not under. I'm a, hey, glory to God. I cannot be defeated. I will not quit. I refuse to compromise. And I will not remain the same. I see myself going up. Hallelujah. Yeah glory. I'm going up and not down, praise God. I'm the head and not the tail, praise God. I'm going over in every situation, hallelujah. And I don't care who's with me. If you're not with me, you are against me, praise God. And God, if God be for me, you got to be out of your mind to be against me. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. I'm a winner. You're a winner. You got to act like you're a winner. You got to talk like a winner. You got to walk like a winner. You got to walk hey, put, and walk like you're a winner. And stop. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Get yourself out of here and get yourself straightened up. Do you hear me? A winner don't be. A winner walk like a winner. And you talk like a winner. And you square your shoulders. Pull in your gut. And pull out your chest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you see yourself winning? Well, start talking like it. Huh? When you, when you go witness to somebody, go in faith. Go in love. Go with authority. Realize who you are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I came to save you today, girl. <laughs> don't do them like that though <laughs> don't, don't, don't call them a sinner don't go to them and call them a sinner praise God in your heart they may be one <laughs> but out of your mouth don't say it <laughs> do you hear me <laughs> in Jesus name so we gotta press toward the mark press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God huh? you gotta see yourself having it you got to see yourself being delivered. You got to see yourself coming up. Glory to God. I know one day I'm coming up. I know one day the blessing of the Lord make it rich and add it no sorrow. I know one day the wealth of the sin is laid up for me, praise God. I know one day, hallelujah, I don't have to look for it. It's going to just be there for me, hallelujah. Because God is with me. And if God be with me, I don't have to worry about what's not. I don't have to worry about who's not. All I know is he is. And if he is, then that's all I need, praise God. That's all you need, praise God. And hey, it's time for us to make this stuff happen. Do you hear what I'm saying? You know, when, when Chris came to me about talking about this thing to, to, to uh, next week, hey, it's, it's almost impossible. Hey, but with God, there's nothing impossible. Huh? With God, you can make anything happen. All you got to do, come on, roll your sleeves up. Do you hear me? And go to work. Hallelujah. So we got to get busy. And we got to get real busy. And the busier you get, the more blessings are going to come your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Get a lot of big hand clap. <laughs>